Yeah, so we're going to be contending with uh, D&D today and also Neo, who has decided that podcast time is uh, play on the desk time. Um, so if you hear weird noises, it's because he's like <laughs> biting his nails beside the microphone or he's like playing with the microphone struts or whatever. He's just, he does not want to move. I cannot make him move. He is cat and cat does onto things. Nobody does onto cat. So... <laughs> He just wants to hang out with you. He does just want to hang out. He's he's very lonely now that we're both back at work. So yeah, he just wants to see us as much as possible. So I got one more week and then fall break. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I I always forget that you get like half terms. That's nice. Yeah. So good. I don't get another break until Thanksgiving. Now. Yeah. Labor Day is like the last vestige of hope and joy in uh the autumn term. So yeah, here I am. Yeah, parents texting me at nine fifteen on a Saturday night. Life is good. <laughs> Do not respond. Oh, she was being real aggressive. That's the only reason why I responded because she was being aggressive. I was like, "Look, I'm gonna get to it on Monday. Don't text me anymore." Yeah, that's good. At least you were like, "Don't bother me right now." You know, I was like, "Every all the grades get finalized on a Monday. All the grades get finalized on a Monday. All the grades get finalized on a Monday." <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything else. All the grades get finalized on a Monday. This piece of work hasn't been graded for weeks. Lady, we've only been at school for three weeks. And it was last week's piece of work. So at maximum, it hasn't been graded for one week. Calm Slow your roll. Yeah. Like, I kind of, like, part of me kind of understands why parents do that. Because they only have one kid in your class. And they think that their kid is the only kid I should be thinking about. <laughs> but this year, I have 110 kids. So, you know. Leave me alone. Got shit to do. Other shit to do. Right. I've, I'm a busy person and it's Saturday night and I've had two white claws. Don't tempt me. <laughs> I had a student that was really nice. I was like, well, they were like, when are you going to grade the essay? Just like, you know, for my reference. And I was like, well, you know, this weekend I have friends coming over and blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you have a life? What? <laughs> like in a way where he was like, yes, I understand you have a life. I am commiserating with you. I just want a reference point as to when this essay is going to be graded. Right. Not that I'm bothering you to grade it. So that was refreshing. <laughs> I told all the kids too, like if the kids even listen to me for like five seconds, which I know they don't. I said, look, all grades get finalized on Fridays. So if you're angling to get out of the FD range because you're going to get your PS5 back or whatever, <laughs> you know, that's not going to happen until Monday. I'm really sorry. You're going to have to make your parents understand that because I'm not grading over the weekend. If I can get it done today, I'll get it done today. If I can't, it's going to be Monday. Monday is when the grades are finalized. Uh, you will love this. I had a student who emailed me last week on like mm -hmm. Tuesday saying, hello, I'm going to be out for a week because I'm going to Disneyland and then I need to isolate afterwards so that... Sweet Jesus. Yeah. So can you give me the work? So that I can do it no. while I'm gone. Uh, nope. I put it on Google Classroom. You can get it the day of. Yeah. And yeah. his mom, That's... his parents didn't even call in to the attendance office. Because if they had done that, then he would be marked absent automatically on my roster. And he that was not done. So 
No, parents just get the kids to tell you. They don't call in. Yeah. They'll just say, hey, tell your teachers that you're going to Vegas for a week. Okay. Like, but that's the office's job. That's not my job. So he emailed me at like eight in the morning when he wasn't there. Jesus. Then he emailed me. And this was during the, a week, like a, not right. during the weekend. Then he emailed me at 1230 to follow up because he hadn't, he, I hadn't responded to him. And I was like, uh, I'm teaching. That's why. And I'm also yeah, I'm very angry at this shit. email. So, yes. <laughs> I cannot fathom the mindset of someone who's like, well, we have a break in two weeks. Mm. But instead of going on that time, which will be less busy at Disneyland because it will be later into September, more schools will be back. We're just going to do it now and have you miss a week of school. It's not like you're doing anything important. School's not as important as Disneyland. Ridiculous. It's very stupid. It's something I just can't wrap my head around. Like, kids get breaks from school. Yeah. Do all your shit then. Yeah, or people who will be like, well, three weeks isn't long enough to go to the Philippines or Mexico, so uh, we're going to take six weeks and you're going to miss three weeks of school or something like crazy like that. I'm like, they just missed a year and a half of school. Right. They just missed all of their middle school. They're ninth graders. So the last full school year they had was sixth grade. Shit. Yeah. So, like, I cannot, I can't imagine it. At least he doesn't have yeah. an EP or anything, because then I would be even more pissed. The other thing that's annoying, we have so many kids out on COVID leave right now. Mm -hmm. Like, tons of kids out on COVID leave. It's great for classroom management. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's even more amazing getting three emails a day from three separate sets of parents asking where the work is and if I can just print out a packet. The answer is no. All the work's on Google Classroom. But we don't have the internet. That's not my problem. I'm not AT&T. Like, what am I supposed to do about that? What did you do for that? the last year and a half? Like, yeah. Nothing. They didn't come to school. The kid didn't come to school. Yeah. That's, that's what they did. I would so, copy, like, make a form email. I save a bunch of form emails to my desktop where it's like, oh, my student's going to be absent. Click, copy, paste, send. Like, yeah, my kid, uh, can they still turn in missing work? Yes. Copy, paste, send. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's just exhausting. I'm trying to deal with all the kids who are out, all the kids who are in. Then being and like, then... I the last week. What, do I, what are we doing? Right. And then parents emailing about nothing. And then, yeah, it's just... I can't be bothered. I'm tired already. It's week four. I'm already ready for summer next year. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah, and it's... I mean, I'm very... We've been going since July, but we do have that nice break. It's very good. <sighs> I can't imagine having the whole September and, and, October, and October and most of November. And November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. We don't get any break in between that. That's just it. I forget. Do you guys have the whole week off for Thanksgiving or no? We do. Okay. We do. At least there's that. At least there's And then we that. go back for like two weeks before Christmas. That's my most hated time of the school year. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be there. You pretty much have to like, wrap everything we... up before Thanksgiving. Right. It's like, yeah. why are we back for these two weeks? I'm like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Sounds Well, Neo's rough. gone to sleep, so I think we can do the intro now. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme and this is episode 70? One. One. <laughs> Wait. I, I don't know. Uh, we're just gonna just keep complaining until, until, 
<laughs> the hour was up. So thank you for reminding me we're doing a podcast. No, it's fine. Well, I was waiting for Neo to go to sleep. So one eye on the cat, the other eye on my whinging time. So a combination of uh, you're going to have purring cat ASMR while we complain about mm-hmm. people on the internet today. <laughs> and you're going to be vaguely hearing a Dungeons and Dragons adventure through the wall. Yeah, so it, it's uh, part let's pl- or, uh, actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, part ASMR. <laughs> Part us complaining about people on the internet. Yay. <laughs> All right. This very first one, speaking of games, um, is going to be somewhat relatable to both of us. Okay. Am I the asshole for cheating and making sure my boyfriend lost in Catan? Ooh. <laughs> Catan is uh, a marriage ending board game. <laughs> uh, it does not say the ages, I assume, 20s, maybe 30s. I don't know. My boyfriend is a great guy, but his one major fault is his competitive nature. Whenever there is a game being played, he gets very serious and acts like a completely different person. Normally, he is this sweet, caring, loving man who I trust deeply. But when competing, he gets very cold, quiet, and somewhat manipulative. We've spoken about it before, and he is aware of it. He has told me it is intertwined with his Asperger's, and while he has gotten better about it as he has gotten older, it is still something he is working on. This is especially true with Catan, which is a board game that he adores. I've played it with him a few times, maybe six or seven, and he has won every time. He plays ruthlessly, callously, and maliciously. (laughs) What the? (laughs) His favorite strategy involves being the warlord, as he calls it. He plays as many knight cards as he can, which allows you to steal resources from players, as well as blocking resources from being created in a tile. This past weekend, my boyfriend was being ruthless to me. Usually he takes it somewhat easy on me because he knows I am not into the game all that much. It's just for fun for me to be with friends. Apparently I cut off his road at some point. He knights me three turns in a row. I asked why and he said, you cut me off, you are now a threat. And then gave me a sly smile. That set me off. I decided it was from that point on to blow his game up. I decided I would start working with whomever had the best chance to be my boyfriend. I started giving them resources. At first, I wanted to just give them everything, but my boyfriend said it has to be a real trade. So I'd take one sheep for four of my resources. (laughs) This really irked him. He got all quiet and I could see he wasn't having fun anymore. We kept playing this way for a while and the situation came a bit tense. Everyone could see that he was upset. His face was a bit red and he wasn't making eye contact with anyone. On his turn, he would say what he was doing quietly and then go back to being silent. The woman from the other couple ended up winning. He tried to smile and say good game, but I could tell he was upset. When everyone left, I asked if he was okay. He said that he felt embarrassed and that I ruined the night for him. I said that he did the same thing for me. He was being really mean to me and I wanted to do the same to him. He said that it wasn't the same thing, but that he was playing the game, but I was actively not playing the game by focusing on ruining his fun. I told him that trading is an important part of the game and that it is his fault for upsetting me so much and that he would have had a better chance of winning if he had just played fair. He told me that he isn't going to play games with me anymore, so it won't be a problem anymore, and then apologized. He said he needed some space for a while. Now I feel kind of bad. Am I the asshole? God, there's a lot in here. (laughs) This is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody, this happens to the best of us. I think that's that's my one goal when I play board games with my husband is to beat him because he wins everything. Yeah, mine like both of our husbands are very good at strategy and good at gaming. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's tough because it's like I want to win, but but my simple peasant brain can only <laughs> yeah. focus on one move at a time. Exactly. Whereas he's like five steps ahead of me already. So most of the time, my goal is okay as long as my husband doesn't win, that's a successful day. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, I so I understand wanting to beat somebody who continuously wins all the time and is, you know, pretty ruthless about it. I, I get that. But like, you can't use things like Asperger's as an excuse, right? But it is also like a pattern of, it's a, it's a habit for him. It's a pattern of habit. And I don't know, like, that's that's kind of glossed over in the post. Yeah, it seems like she just couldn't take it anymore and kind of snapped. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. He was he was playing the game the way it's meant to be played, but also part of Catan is diplomacy and not pissing people off. And right. Staying under the radar until people it's too late for people to realize that you're winning the game. Right. You, you have to be the sheep lord and have all the sheep, and nobody knows you have all the sheep until you start playing so many sheep. Like, yeah. It's... Nia, why are you eating my notebook? You little bitch. I'm creating in there. Dumb. This is why you're not allowed on the desk, bud. Because everything is fair game for your mouth. Yeah, he's just being... He's, he was... They've spoken about it before. This is this is the reason why I'm like, uh, I don't really think that she's an asshole in this situation. Because they've spoken about it before. He's acknowledged that it's something that he's working on. And yet, when she did something in the game that he didn't like, he went full aggressive mode on her. Yeah. Knowing full well that she doesn't really like playing the game, she just likes to spend time with friends. So that was a bit of a dick move. And if you don't want other people to play the game like you play the game, then you're playing the wrong board game. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it says in the comments that she cut off the road and he said that she did that. And she's like, I told him I didn't even understand that I had blocked his road. And he said, sure. (laughs) As if I was having it out for him. (laughs) Yeah, he's reading too much into it and then behaving accordingly. Yeah, yeah. It says it seems like he overestimated how strategic that she was being. And he was like, actually thinking that she was getting better. And so he was treating... He reacted accordingly, but it was totally an mm-hmm. accident. Right. Um, if you don't enjoy doing something with your partner, you don't have to do it anymore. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, she says, oh, I don't really like playing Catan, I just play so I can hang out with friends. Which is fine, but, yeah, I, if it was such a big problem, I'd just stop playing with him. Yeah, maybe maybe play some collaborative games or some, like, less... Yeah. Like... Uh, whenever things get too heated at our game night, we pull out Takedo, which is oh, I love Takedo. Such Takedo's a great. chill, like you're competing against each other, but that you're competing to see who can have the best J- Japanese vacation. So yeah. it's like not, it's not that competitive. You're chilling. You get into the hot springs with the monkeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hot springs with the monkeys, or a collaborative game like um, Pandemic Mysterium. Or Mysterium, yeah, where people can just be on the same team and then, like, maybe invest in some of those games is what I would say. Yeah, because me and my husband, we don't really play competitive games against each other anymore because I get salty when I lose and I know this about myself. I really hate losing. So we normally play um, either very simple two-player games that are, like, really, like, five-minute learners and you can just... They're like pattern games and they're random games, so it's not like you can metagame it. Um, or we just play um, cooperative games. That's basically, that's how we fix the problem of me being salty and my husband being an expert <laughs> board game player. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of the comments are people being like either blaming him for being an asshole in their relationship or blaming her for being an ass. Like, they're just like, she she says they're projecting really hard. And it's like, no, this is just, this is a chill issue. It's just board games. People are getting way too into it. It's just board games and... This is something that you need to learn about somebody when you're living with them or spending more time with them. What is it that you two do together that is incompatible? Because if you can eliminate those things from your relationship, or at least find a way so that you can still enjoy that hobby, but it's not going to upset anybody, that's better for your relationship in the long run, rather than one person just continuing to suffer through something they don't really enjoy doing, yeah, or that makes them feel upset, or whatever. So this isn't a huge issue, it can be resolved... They both just need to learn how to play together. So I don't really, it's not a big deal. Um, So she says in the comments also that they're going to be playing collaborative games only from now on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And also we have a special treat. Mm. We have a parallel post (gasps) called, Am I the Asshole for Being Too Competitive at Game Night? And it's by him. (sighs) Yeah, which he deleted, but I found it. Um. And so it turns out he's 30 and she's 27, and their friends okay. are 32 and 27. Uh, and again, this is from his point of view. For the past few months, my partner Jess and I have been holding a game night. She invites another couple, Tim and Rachel, over once every two weeks to play some board games and hang out. It's been pretty fun. Rachel and Tim are both pretty well versed in a multitude of board games. My partner is not. I was excited to play some new board games because Tim and Rachel have a big collection. I've really only played Risk, Catan, and Chess. I play Chess and Catan competitively and Risk for fun, but I am not very good. Jess said we should just play Catan, but I don't think it was a good idea because I get competitive. Tim and Rachel both said it was fine and they could handle me in our seasoned at board games. Jess assured me it'd be fine, so I acquiesced. 45 minutes later, a bunch of night cards later, I had won. I play Catan aggressively by attacking other players to cut off resources while also stealing from them. Tim and Rachel seemed to be having a good time, and Rachel nearly beat me. She was within one victory point. It was really fun. The next few weeks, we continued to play Catan, and I continued to win. But by week four, my girlfriend asked, why do I play so aggressively? And I explained that I was competitive, like I said, and it is my favorite way to play. It's important to know that Jess is not good at the game, but she always stood by the fact it is still fun. She didn't really dig any further, so I assumed it was just an innocent question. Last weekend, we played again. Jess was taking it more seriously this time, so I was excited. A few turns into the game, she made this awesome play where she traded me stone for wood and built three roads completely blocking me in. I was in bad shape, and I likely had little chance of winning now. I was honestly so proud of her, LMAO. (laughs) I said that she was a threat now and that I'd have to come for her. She laughed. I had some night cards saved up and got a few more in the subsequent turns, so I attacked her a few turns in a row. She got upset and berated me a bit. She said that I was being a bad boyfriend in front of Tim and Jess. I apologized and said I'd stop attacking her. She started trading Rachel all of her cards for nothing in return, so I told her she had to get something in return, so Rachel just gave her one card in exchange for three to five every turn. It was clear she was trying to make it so I couldn't win. She taunted me the whole game. I felt extremely embarrassed. I am not good at reading people, so it made me think that everyone must have hated me this entire time, because I wouldn't do that to someone I liked. I lost, of course, but Tim was the only one who got screwed because he had a chance to win if it weren't for that play. I felt terrible, and I just said, good game, with a smile, when Rachel won. I do feel bad that I upset Jess to the point of doing that, and she told me afterward I need to stop being a dick in board games or people won't play with me anymore. Am I the asshole? This is this is what I meant earlier when I said that the, the whole fact that he has Asperger's is completely glossed over mm-hmm. in her post. 
Because if he can't properly read other people, he, he isn't going to know if people are genuinely upset with him or not. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not his fault. That's just the way things are. They also, when he says he plays competitively, is it just that he plays the game like and really wants to win? Or is it that he plays in tournaments? He plays in tournaments for chess and Catan. Okay, so why would you play somebody who plays in tournaments? Why would you play that, their game of choice? Yeah. If you if you don't like losing, that doesn't make any sense. I feel like there should be a, a collaborative, like a team version of Catan almost. Yeah. That would be good. I just feel like if you know that about somebody... Like we have some friends who are really interested in the in the semi pro um, Super Smash League, and they've had some friends who have gone semi pro and like whatever. I wouldn't play Super Smash against them. Absolutely no way, because I fucking hate losing, and they're going to demolish me. <laughs> I just wouldn't do it. I don't know why you would say to somebody who plays in tournaments when you aren't very good at board games and you don't like it when they play aggressively. Hey, let's just play the game that you like to play in tournaments aggressively. Yeah. Are you done now? Are you done or are you just getting comfortable? Okay, he's getting comfortable. <laughs> Still he's chewing. Got stuff. Yeah, he's just chilling. I don't know. Like, I feel like she made bad choices and is salty because she made bad choices. <laughs> I don't know now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this one makes it seem... Like, I feel like almost he read this, he read her post and then wrote this yes. because he's like, she made yeah. this really awesome play. I was so proud of her. And it's like, well, that's cool. But also like, <laughs> seems like it's a direct response to um to hers. And maybe like, don't destroy someone's love of a game when they're just starting to get good at it. Right. And also, it seems like they need to work on a system for verbal communication so that this miscommunication doesn't happen again. She says in her comments, yeah. it's uh, like nonverbal miscommunication. And it's like, well, you need to work on a series of like verbal, like if there's confusion or anything like that, you know, ask a question or say it out loud. Especially if your partner has Asperger's yeah. and they're not very good at reading people. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's something that you know about your partner, you need to make it as easy as possible to communicate with them. You can't just assume he's going to know what how you're feeling or what you mean because you make a face. That's not going to cut it for him. So I just feel like this is a, just a terrible case of both people horrendously miscommunicating with each other. Yeah. And in a public setting, I think that's what's made this worse, is that it was in front of friends. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, if it was private, they could have talked about it or whatever, but because it was in front of friends and she used the friends to, like, shame her boyfriend, that, like, it's made it into a bigger deal than it is. Yeah, no more competitive games for these two. Yeah. I don't like that she said, you're being a bad boyfriend when they mm. were playing the game, because, like, it's not like you're on the same team. And, like, yeah... The girlfriend wasn't being very, didn't have good sportsmanship, but also like that method of playing is not great sportsmanship either. If you piss no. someone off in Catan, they will come for you and you will yeah. lose. But that's how Catan works. Like that's kind of the, the, the point of the game that it revolves on. You can't get pissy because someone else starts doing what you were doing, which is playing aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's interesting. Maybe, yeah, maybe before. For a while, at least, just play play collaborative games, and then maybe you can revisit competitive games later. Maybe he should teach her some of the finer points of Catan. They could do some coaching 
runs together. Yeah, that too. Like, like where they can see all of each other's cards and they talk about their moves and that would be a really good date night. Get a bottle of wine and just teach each other things about Catan. That would be nice. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. After, especially after that boyfriend who was teaching his girlfriend lol. Yeah. Do that. My husband taught me how to play Android Netrunner. Oh, yeah. We had a date night where where we just did a few like um, coaching runs of Android Netrunner, and it is now the only game I can beat him at. And I win consistently at Android Netrunner. <laughs> we we also have that one, and because I think your husband introduced my husband to it. <laughs> yeah, probably. And um, it was at first he would always win, and then it was about fifty fifty, and then now and then. Well, we haven't played it in a long time, but then I would always win for a bit, and it's just like a give and take of different streaks. So I just have to accept that. He's better at competitive games than me, or yes. play dumb and lure him into a trap. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not even that smart. I'm just like, oh fuck, <laughs> I did a stupid thing. Why did I do this stupid thing? Well, I guess that's it. That is a fun one if you're looking for a two-player game to just play during pandemic. Still can't, you know, hang out with friends. It's it's a good uh, one boss monster. Also a great game to play. Uh, for just two players and then can be expanded so you can play it with more players when you get to see other people again boss monster's great you only need a table and the cards it's a good time yeah, that one's fun too all right so that was two posts we will see if we have time for all the ones i have today because we got some good ones Let's how many posts do you got today well technically i guess five if you count that as two. Oh damn so, okay, so here's one that's interesting. OP is 27 and his girlfriend is 23. Okay. Am I the asshole for calling my girlfriend ridiculous after she accused me of mimicking her pregnancy? Huh? <laughs> Mimic? Does he mean mocking? Nope. He means mimicking. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt there, but... <laughs> me and my girlfriend recently found out we're expecting. It's been difficult for both of us so far. She deals with severe symptoms like morning sickness and nausea, which are the worst to manage. I try to do all I could to help out, but very recently I started experiencing similar symptoms myself. I too started having morning sickness, nausea, open appetite, etc. My girlfriend absolutely hates it. She hates that I have these symptoms that I can't control and says I was purposely mimicking her suffering for laughs, which I'm not. Every time I throw up or get sick, she would say, oh my god, you're such an asshole, or you're enjoying making fun of a pregnant woman and stealing attention, aren't you? The doctor and my and mom, it says the doctor and mom, I don't know who's mom, calls it a sympathetic pregnancy, but my girlfriend refused to believe it and told me to stop despite saying I can't control it. She reminded me that she's the pregnant one and I need to cut the crap and take medication for whatever I'm dealing with because it's so ridiculous and embarrassing. Final straw was when her parents came over for dinner. I wasn't feeling well that night. I just got off work and was feeling nauseous the entire day. My girlfriend prepared dinner and I had to join her and her parents. It didn't go well. I started gagging and my girlfriend kept staring at me while her mom asked if I was okay. I excused myself to the bathroom and threw up really loud. I heard her mom say that pregnancy must be hard on us, which caused my girlfriend to lose it and go on about how I was just fine and was just mimicking her for some reason. Her parents left and we got into a fight when she called me horrible, attention-seeking asshole for putting on a show in front of her parents when it's her who's truly suffering. I told her she had me sit 
and eat dinner with her parents, despite saying I preferred to have something light for the night. She said I could have held it in or not made such a fuss about it, but clearly I did this to (laughs) steal attention from her. I blew up and called her ridiculous for making such accusations. She started crying, saying she's dealing with enough, and I was making it worse for her. She packed and went to her sister's and won't come home till I stop this. Wow. Woof. Woof. Like, sympathetic pregnancy is a thing. Yeah. Right? The doctor's diagnosed with him with it so some people get sympathy pains for all kinds of stuff like and it's i don't know if it's psychological or if people know how it happens or whatever but it's not a thing that he's making up i don't know who would choose to make themselves sick to mock somebody yeah right like like being sick is incredibly unpleasant yeah so it's i think she's upset because he's framing it as like i am also pregnant or maybe i am also dealing with pregnancy and it's like yeah you are dealing with the symptoms but it's not the exact same thing and framing it that way is gonna make her upset however on the other hand she also needs to understand that this is not something he can control and the doctor diagnosed him with this which is a real thing like that exists so i don't like how she keeps focusing on you're taking attention away from me yeah that's rough like as if the only reason to be pregnant is so that people fuss over you and like (laughs) you're the most important person in the room all the time it's kind of weird yeah it's i think he needs to probably like was she there when the doctor said that he had psychosomatic or whatever pregnancy sympathetic pregnancy because that might help yeah it's 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 weird because i mean she's still very young right she's 23 basically a baby (laughs) um so for her her expectations of what being pregnant was gonna be like are just not being met Mm -hmm. and she's kind of throwing a little tantrum about it some people see pregnancy as this like magical glowing time yeah and they're like oh i can't wait to be pregnant and everybody's gonna look after me and i'm gonna feel amazing and whatever but that's just not what it's like i understand that she's also stressed and she's you know got morning sickness and whatever else but there are two different separate medical issues going on here one is the fact that you're pregnant and the other is the fact that your boyfriend is suffering from sympathetic pregnancy and both of these things have to be addressed yeah one of these things is not more valid than the other yeah agreed And yeah, it seems like they need to have a chat about this because if she's reacting this way, I mean, I, I, like I said, I understand if they're saying this pregnancy is hard on both of you or like if he's using that phrasing, like we're pregnant kind of Mm -hmm. stuff, then that might be upsetting for her. I get that. But also she's way swinging in the other direction saying that she's He's trying to steal attention and that he needs to just get over it. It's like, no, he can't just get over it. Yeah. Seems like there's a miscommunication situation happening here. Oh, it's Kel surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, they need, he needs like to have a doctor sit with both of them and discuss this. And yeah, if, if it's something that can't be resolved, I mean, what's going to happen if the kid gets sick and he gets sick at the same time when the kid's born? Is he going to be mocking the child? Yeah. Like, what's what's going to happen there? So they need to have a proper discussion about what happens next. Yeah, or maybe someone in the comments recommends that she maybe like read an article about it. Doesn't sound like she'd be receptive to that, though. Yeah. I will say that this 
OP can take medication for his nausea that his girlfriend cannot. Or you can just take fucking, what's it called? The ginger one. It's ginger, just ginger. (laughs) Well, you can just take ginger. You just drink some ginger ale. You'll be fine. Um, Or if a doctor diagnosed you and you're actually throwing up, you can get a, like, Zofran or something prescribed to you that will help with the nausea. Zofran is common to be prescribed to people who get um, nausea during migraines. Oh, I think I have some of that. On Danzatron is the generic. (laughs) It didn't work. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Only thing that works is ginger for me. Oh, that's good. At least it's... Which is good. Yeah. Because the fewer, like... Doctor lab made medi- medicines that I take. The yeah, better. there were a lot of people who were getting seasick on uh, on the cruise because the first night was super choppy and people were like rationing out their ginger that they had brought. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was some nice uh, mutual aid going on. Uh, True anarchy. Storm of pollen. Storm was like laying down on the stage because he was so nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad I don't get seasick at all. Oh, I get really seasick. I used to get terribly motion sick as a child. Like I can't read in the car uh, or on any transport because it just makes me feel nauseous. So I, I will also say that there's something in the um, post. In the title is the only time he actually says pregnancy. I spoke it, but he's using things like P like to abbreviate. And his post isn't so long that he's hitting up against the character limit. Was saying like preg, pre. It's like, okay, just spell the word pregnant. You can do it. You're on a computer. You Maybe can he can't. Correct. How My is girlfriend Babby- is pregnant? <laughs> How does girlfriend get pregnant? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best meme of all time. Oh, thank you, Yahoo. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. You were too pure for this earth. Rest in peace, Yahoo. Yeah, anyway, talk about it. Get your doctor to talk to her about it. Honestly, it seems like it sucks and you probably shouldn't be having a baby together. Yeah, it it sounds... She sounds too immature for it. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do this one. And ages, but I hope they're young. I really... Oh, she's 21. (laughs) I hope they're young. Oh, no. She's 21 and he's 26. <laughs> okay. So, yike. Kind of yike. Because they've been together. Oh, only just. Only just hits the limit. <laughs> I only think, oh. yeah. Well, they've been together since she was 19, which is two years. So he was 24. Mm-hmm. So 12. So barely. Yeah. Still very barely. barely. Am I the asshole for dancing half naked in my living room, leading to my boyfriend and his family seeing me? i miss those days (laughs) when i lived on my own and if i didn't want to get dressed between the bathroom and my bedroom i didn't (laughs) it was a good time (sighs) okay there's an edit at the beginning but (laughs) edit to add at the beginning nate's family is also really conservative and he was brought up like that as well someone mentioned i should have added this in also i'm from the u.s since a lot of people asked This is so, so, so embarrassing, but I can't take it anymore. I have to know if I'm in the wrong here. I need to apologize if so. I was told by my boyfriend, Nate, that I'd get the house to myself for the weekend. He said he had to go visit his parents to take care of a property-related issue. I was pretty excited Mm. to have the house to myself because I have been living with Nate since I was 19, and I miss living alone. Although Nate is the L-O-M-L, and in no way a trouble to live with. Love of my life. Love of my life. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, got it. Oh, so they've been living together since 19. Living together since she was 19. Who knows how long they've been together. Fucking hell. I had this tradition of spending a lot of my weekends baking while in my lingerie. IDK, it makes me feel pretty. Yes, I know it's stupid, but it just makes me stupid happy. With music and dancing. Super embarrassing to admit, but I also do silly things like pretending I'm a Victoria's Secret model or a singer and I sing along loudly. I mention this because this means the house is usually a mess. My dresses are all over and the music is super loud, which is obviously not okay. I hadn't done that in a long time because Nate hates loud music and he's not a fan of my cupcakes. What? This guy sounds like an absolute buzzkill. Doesn't like cupcakes. What? And doesn't like loud music. Okay. Loser. So I decided to do it this weekend. So it's Sunday and I put on What a Feeling by One Direction and it's super loud. I'm only wearing lingerie. Yes, the Victoria's Secret kind, so lacy AF, which I regret so much looking back, ugh. My boyfriend used his key to open the door and I didn't hear him come in because, like I said, it's loud in the house and I'm also in the kitchen slash living room area. Apparently he wanted to surprise me. Nate brought his mom, dad, and his sister's two kids, like only ten, I think. They came in where I am, frozen in a dance pose like an idiot. I quickly ran to our room yelling, sorry I wasn't expecting anyone, and I was putting on clothes, then Nate came in. He was so angry, he was acting like a child. Oh, he said I was acting like a child and that I embarrassed him. His parents wanted Nate to drop them back ASAP, refusing to stay, and his mom called me a lot of names and said the kids had seen everything, and that made me feel guilty AF. Here's why I'm losing sleep over this. On one hand, I didn't know they would come. I locked the door too, so I feel like I didn't do anything wrong. I planned on cleaning up my mess before Nate came home too. Also, Nate and his mom insulted me a lot. But when you look at it from their perspective, I was behaving like an immature person. The house was a mess. I looked a mess. There were baking supplies scattered. Nate just wanted to surprise me and do something nice. Nate is still not completely talking to me. I don't know how to face his family, and I also know his sister told him to make me behave or something. So I feel like I should apologize before things get worse, but I can't decide for sure if I'm in the wrong here, so I need your help. Thank you for reading. Nope. Nope. If you tell somebody that they're going to be alone for the weekend, and then you just let yourself in with no prior warning or anything, that's your bad. That's not her bad. She didn't think anybody was coming over. Yeah. God, and they call her names for wearing lingerie in her own home. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it just seems like very, like he, it seems like she does, this is a thing that he knows that she does, or maybe he doesn't because she is embarrassed because he's such a controlling asshole. Like, why would you surprise her? How did, how far away are they? How far away did they go? Like, I am just so confused as to how this logistically happened. What would have happened if she had people over for lunch, for example? Like, she had her girlfriends around for lunch, and then he just pops in with his mom and his sister and her two kids. Would she have to get leave, make all her friends leave because that's embarrassing? What if she was out for lunch? Yeah. Like, it's just a stupid plan. The other thing I hate about this is how everything that she does for enjoyment is derided by her boyfriend and their family as immature. Yeah. As as if she has to just be sitting on her hands waiting for her boyfriend to come home, because that's what a mature person she would do. She needs to be knitting and watching Great British Bake Off on the couch. F- filing her taxes. Yeah. Like, what? Ugh, it's, oh, that's so, this is so annoying to me. And then she feels ashamed because she, she was enjoying herself. Nah, that ain't gonna fly. Yeah, it's like she didn't do anything wrong. Yes, everybody loves when their spouse is gone for a weekend. 
because then you get to Mm -hmm. just throw things around the house. And, like, she literally didn't do anything wrong. He seems very controlling and she should bounce. Yeah, she just needs to get out of there. I would not stand for any member of anybody's family, let alone my husband's family, calling me names because of things that I do in my own home. Yeah. When I think that no one else is coming over. That's crazy to me. I can't believe he doesn't like cupcakes. Right? Like, okay, there we go. I got it. Okay. Like, like, just, I I can't understand being this much of a buzzkill. I know. I hate music and I hate cupcakes. You aren't allowed to enjoy those things, even when I'm not here. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I, yeah. I hope, well, okay, we have an update. (laughs) I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. Um. Edited to add, the the update it starts with, edited to add, I made the cupcakes using some tips you guys gave me, and oh my god, it was so much better. Not as dry as they were before. Thank you. I saw a lot of messages and comments wanting an update, so here it is. I'm sorry if I didn't get your message. There were so many of them, I thought I'd make a post instead. I got a little overwhelmed. After reading what everyone wrote, I quickly realized that what Nate did was so, so wrong. A lot of great moms in the comments also helped me understand the fact that even conservative moms like Nate's wouldn't react so rudely. It hit me like a wave when I realized what my life had come to. I didn't say anything to Nate about the post, but he must have figured out that I was upset at him. I was doubting our relationship and pulling away from him. He started talking to me again, and for a day I didn't really say anything. But I knew I had some decisions to make. I genuinely didn't believe I would get so many responses telling me I was not the asshole, so this was eye-opening for me. Check real quick. This was 12 days ago. The original post was 12 days ago, so... And this one was yesterday. So a few days after I made the post, I told Nate that we needed to talk. I said I would be staying with my friend until I felt comfortable around him. He didn't know what I was referring to, which just made me angry because how can you forget a fight that big? And I told him I was upset with how he treated me after the whole your family walking in on me incident. I also mentioned how I shouldn't have to wait for him to be away to dance, bake, or listen to One Direction just because he doesn't like it. He tried convincing me to stay, but I left. I think he knew I wouldn't let this go like the other things. Thanks to you guys. Yesterday, I asked him to meet me at a cafe so we could actually have a conversation about everything that happened. Nate cried, like for the first time ever since I have known him. He apologized, told me he messed up, and that he would change because he realized his mistakes now. I told him I wanted to move out, and maybe after a while, if he does actually change, I'd give us another chance. I just needed some space to think about things, and so I told him we should take a break from each other for a while. Nate told me he would talk to his mom as well, and that he should have defended me, to which I said, yes, you should have. I actually borrowed a direct- I actually borrowed direct sentences to explain why he was in the wrong from some comments you guys left because it was so helpful. It went better than how I imagined it would go. Also, thank you. Thank you doesn't even begin to cover what I really wanted to say to everyone who helped me, and also the mods who removed a lot of creepy comments. Thanks for sharing your stories about dancing in your underwear as well. It made me feel better to know I wasn't some freak to enjoy those things. I'm going to use those baking tips you guys gave me and make cupcakes right now because I actually can. I feel so relieved. Aww. I hate that she was made to feel abnormal by her boyfriend and family for enjoying herself. Yeah. Like, nobody should ever make you feel like you're doing something harmful when it's not harming anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. I'm glad that uh, she didn't cave to his crying, though, because I was, as soon as she said he cried for the first I time know. since I met him, I was like, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No. Like, yeah, he's crying for the first time because you're the, it's the first time you're standing up for yourself. Because you're setting boundaries and he doesn't like it. Yeah. Oh, man, it feels bad to be told how much of a jerk you are, huh? <laughs> Slash, he's probably, I mean, if this is what it takes for you to realize that, then 
that's not great. Oh no, the consequences of my actions <laughs> making me cry. Yeah, I, I, the first time I read this, I was like manipulative crying, like very mm-hmm. clearly. Or like, oh yeah, for sure. Or like, well, 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 if it's not the consequences of my own actions, <laughs> like you said. Yeah, and I'm so, so glad that she said she wanted to move out for a while. Yes. And it seems like she's just done. Like, she just uh, needs to process. Like we've said before, where they're like, I've decided to break up with you, but also I need to process it for a little bit. So, yes. That's good. And I, a good ending. Yeah. And it makes me really happy that this type of post can really be helpful to people. Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah, because like that's my process is I need to see like some actual examples of way to phrase things to in order to like really express those complex emotions so it's nice that i find it super hard to talk with somebody when there are any kinds of emotional like implications involved i just don't know what to say i like clam up Mm -hmm. um which is super funny to people because i spend all day writing and then when i actually have to talk to people i'm like Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah People think it's funny. It's not funny. It's actually really irritating. Um, yeah, just like... So it's good to have a template that I can use where it's like, I feel like this. And this is why I feel this way. Yeah. It's it's good that that was helpful. Yeah, it's nice to pick up that kind of stuff over time too because sometimes when things happen, like we were mentioning at the gym, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to... Uh, articulate in the moment when you're so shocked that someone is making certain comments or behaving a certain way yeah very glad she got out and that is good and i hope she just stays strong stay strong I hope she makes a cupcake company and then she's selling her lovely cupcakes i might this made me want to bake cupcakes i was gonna make pumpkin cheesecakes today little baby ones Ooh. but i might make strawberry cardamom cupcakes instead nothing makes me want to bake because baking makes me stress <laughs> i'll put on some hades town or something and <laughs> when we get back from break i'm teaching hades town to my accelerated class i'm very excited hell yeah yeah um good job gold star for leaving and also like gold holding star. strong and yep for certain yourself and i i especially love how he's like I should have defended you. And she's like, yes, you should have. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you should. No, like, it's okay. Uh-huh. No, it's not okay. You should have done that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Good times. All right. So I'm kind of doing a backdoor subreddit of the week this week. Okay. It's our Behind the Bastards, which Ooh. is another podcast that's about the stuff you don't know about the worst people in all of history. And... uh. I wanted to do it because, so the creator behind the bastards is Robert Evans, and he has Mm -hmm. another show that's called It Could Happen Here, and they just came out with an episode that I will link in the comments that's about self-managed abortions, Mm -hmm. and it's very well researched, and it's a very good resource, and he talks a lot about mutual aid and, you know, building community so that you can support each other without needing uh, help from outside of your community. So, yeah, here's the top post of all time. And there's a lot of memes because he's he's like a serious journalist. Like, he's been to Syria and Central America and South America and stuff. But also t- does a lot of drugs and shit. 
The, uh, the top meme that I saw today is about how getting a sword is better than trying to find a date. And he's also a great follow on Twitter at I write okay. Okay, two letters. He also uh, adopted two kittens and they're named Saddam Hussein and Saddam Hussein's best friend. <laughs> so if that's the type of humor you like, check out Behind the Bastards. Everyone should listen to uh, It Could Happen Here and The War on Everyone, which are... The War on Everyone is uh, his audiobook that's for all of his stuff's free online. And then It Could Happen Here is about, like, a potential American Civil War uh, second one. And um, it's he's, like, prophetic about a lot of stuff. I listened to it in, like, April of last year, which was not great timing. But I was like, hey, I, I recognize that. I recognize that. I recognize that. The, um, here's the description of the sidebar. From Hitler's love of young adult fiction to Saddam Hussein's shameful romance novels, this podcast sheds new weird light on history's monsters. The host, Robert Evans, is a journalist at Bellingcat, a former editor at Cracked, and author of the book A Brief History of Vice and After the Revolution. Behind the Bastards is one of the shows within the Cool Zone Media Podcast Network. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, very good subreddit. Good memes. I really like this one. My friends and I, high on horse tranquilizer, looking down on people for taking horse dewormer. <laughs> and it's the uh, the Voltari. That's the ones from Twilight, right? The fancy boy vampires. One played by Michael I Sheen. Just, I just call them the, the cool vampires. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's... Why, why doesn't everybody want to be like them? They're pretty fucking radical. He has a great couple of episodes about Dr. Phil, too, and how... Dr. Phil oh, yeah. is trash, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, like lots of good episodes. He covered a lot of the stuff that happened in Portland last year. Just very good. Good times. <laughs> Me as a millennial with the radical Zoomer comrades. I protect the baby. Fuck capitalism and the corporate state. <laughs> yeah, lots of good stuff on here. <laughs> Chauvin did what he was trained to do. Okay, but that's worse. You do get how that's worse, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, lots of Twitter stuff. I wish all my friends a very Rush Limbaugh's been dead one month anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So good times. Uh, I mostly wanted to plug that self uh, uh, self managed abortion episode of um, It Could Happen Here, which is like he. I don't understand. I have two podcasts, and I'm like dying, and he's got like six <laughs> podcasts. He's working on a sequel to his fiction novel like i mean i guess if that's the way you make money that's like your whole career yeah. you don't have to go to work like <laughs> that's true because a lot of the reason why my creative endeavors are falling by the wayside is because i have to make money to live and i have to leave my house to do that like if i didn't have to make money to live maybe i too could work on eight pieces of creativity <laughs> at one time he he also was a special ed teacher for a couple years like before he was a journalist so he has like a couple interesting um perspectives on that and he he's active in the subreddit too so yeah that's cool yeah so check it out good place to go and um i just they just came out with an episode a couple weeks ago about action park that was giving me oh action park (gasps) Uh, i know about action park (laughs) i yeah i haven't watched the documentary yet actually i've just listened to i have not watched the documentary i read this huge mental floss interview with some of the guys who made the documentary and who used to work at action park 
and it, it's wild sauce. If you've never heard of Action Park, you need to Google that shit right now because you will not believe. <laughs> My favorite story is about, there was a, it's like a water park, right? So there was a water slide mm-hmm. that went down and did a loop and you can't do that with a water slide because the water won't go around yes. the loop. So they added padding to the top of the loop because people kept getting concussions from hitting their head at the top of the loop. And then after they added padding, people kept coming out with these like mysterious scratches. And so they went in and they figured out that it's because there was human teeth embedded in the padding. Yeah, someone's teeth were stuck in them. And it was cutting people. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Oh, God. So wild. Uh, Just crazy. Yeah. It's a great episode. If you are like, hmm, should I? Am I interested in this? It's it has a guest yes. host. Um, yeah, check out that check out that episode of Behind the Bastards. They used to call it Class Action Park. Yes, that's the documentary uh, because on, it on got, HBO. That's what it's called. So. It got sued so many times um, for just heinous injuries. Yeah, excellent stuff. Well, you guys can send me your favorite episodes of Behind the Bastards, even though I've listened to them all, at Morgan underscore Slay. You can send us your favorite board games to play that don't make you want to murder your partner at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Send me pictures of your glorious cupcakes. Not a euphemism. Um, (laughs) At Esme underscore C underscore knows, as in knows lots of things on Twitter. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook, the letter R slash the letter U serious podcast. Check out Morgan's other podcast, uh, Middle Morphs. Yeah. Um, if you are that way inclined. Yes. It's fun and good. And you learn a lot about animals so that you can win a trivia murder party. Hell yeah. And uh, if you like fantasy fiction and you're an adult, but you don't want to read adult fantasy fiction, you should uh, be you should be following me on Twitter. Um, there is going to be an announcement in uh, a couple of months. Hell yeah. Hey, do you like reading books that aren't just all about, you know, rape because it's okay in a medieval fantasy setting? Boy, have I got good <laughs> news for you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but women don't have armpit hair. <laughs> oh no, nobody has hair. All the women can shave. They're all just like seals, um, and they never have periods. And uh, except for when it's uh, plot relevant. Except for when it's convenient to the plot. And yeah, yeah. Try try not to melt out there, you guys. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? Am I pargant? Am I gregnant? Am I pegnate? Help? Is there a possibility that I'm pegrant? Am I pregnant or am I okay? Could I be pregonate? How do I know if I'm pregan? Can I be pregnant? Can u get pregante? Can u bleed while u are pergert? Can u down a 20 foot water slide pegnat? How can I get my GF pregnant? What happened when get Perginat. How can a nine-year-old get pregnant? Will my get pregnant? What is the best time to sex to become pregnant? Does anyone know how many teens get pregnant a year? Are these systems of being pregnant? Girlfriend ain't had periods since she got pregat. Is it possible having sex to a eight months pregnant? If a woman has starch marks on her, wait. If a woman has starch masks on her body does that mean 
She has been pargnet before, period, question mark. My circle is normal, but yet I still don't get pignant. What can I use, period, question mark. Has anybody got pergnut by just pre-cum while using birth control? Did most you women feel pregnant before find out? I am pregnant last five weeks, so can I start sex? Danger ops, prangent sex. Will it hurt baby top of his head? Me and my boyfriend are tying to get prefnat, and you haven't took my birth control in 12 days? 38 plus two weeks? Breganant?